Hi, everyone, and welcome. This is Katie, and you're listening to How to Play with Your Kids and What to Expect. Um, I want to right away apologize for the delay, uh, but when we're talking about <clears throat> doing a podcast where <laughs> I tell you what I've learned and how I'm growing and how to be a better parent and how to play with your kids, blah, 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 um, <laughs> the hardest part is that I have to figure out my own crap first. Um, and then give people advice. And so recently, things had not been going so well. And I had to uh, figure some crap out. But the good news is, I'm here with more. So, um, I want to start right away by sending out a personal thank you to my cousin, Robbie. Which makes me excited just to say. Um, but he said, hey, get your podcast done already. Um, and it was just the push that I needed to really at least even think about it because uh, I am a quitter. And if I feel like something's not helping or <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I get so ADD that I try to do so many things at one time um, that as I, as Ron Swanson would say, I half-ass two things and not whole-ass one thing. So sometimes I have to hide in a cave to figure out how I'm going to whole-ass something and then I can come out. So I'm out now, which means I've pulled ass something. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So uh, again, thanks, Robbie. I needed somebody to just say, uh, hey, I am going to listen to it if you make it. <laughs> so hello. Thanks. Okay. Now <clears throat> we're going to jump right into it because I've got a bunch of stuff I want to talk to you about. And I totally made notes like a real grown up. Uh, so let's try. Let's start. So, uh, Family Guy, there is an episode where the dog, Brian, if you're not familiar, hears an ambulance coming down the street and starts going, woo, 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 and then, and then saying, I'm making the ambulance sound. Do you hear it? An ambulance is coming. Is what I'm doing helping? Is what I'm doing helping? Um, and that's my favorite thing of all time because, uh... It's, am I, is what I'm doing helping is how I feel every second of the day. Like, is, is my helping? Is everyone happy? Hello? Is this helping? So recently, and this is not the reason that I've been in a cave, but it's another thing that I do do. Um, recently, sorry, I had to take my sock off. My foot was hot. Ew. Recently, I became trapped in my old ways of trying to save others. Um, I started pouring all of my time into my friend's problems and I even took, one more step um, than required and devoted some emotional attention um, to some projects one after another in sequence. So I just kept being like, oh, I need to help this person. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do that. Um, I told Keith once in a moment of clarity that I waste all of my time solving problems that I don't even have. This is one of those cases. Um, I, I will emotionally invest in other people to avoid working on myself, obviously. That's what everyone does. Um, I don't need help seeing what I do wrong or why I do it wrong. I need help stopping. <laughs> so how do I stop giving everything to everyone? Um, so in the journey of trying to help my friend, um, I had an opportunity to talk to another one of my friends um, because I'm all about uh, free knowledge, Really, I don't want to sound um, silly but or pretentious, but free knowledge. I'm all about it. If you know something that will help someone else, tell them. 
um, charging people for it or making a profit off of it. I've never been a real fan because you're not really helping um, in my eyes, I think, because help should be given with the intent of helping someone else. Blah, blah, going off topic. Let me get back to my notes. Nobody cares. Okay, so I had the opportunity to talk to my other friend who is an adult and has adult children and is older than me and knows a little bit more than me about certain topics. So I called her for help. Um, so thankful because she reminded me several times that Katie can only save Katie. Um, and she didn't even say it in a mean way. She didn't say it in a rude way. She didn't even say Katie should only look out for Katie. Never even said those words. Just kept reminding me and asking me questions to get me thinking. Um, and so I'm, I got off. Um, I'm bottlenecking with all of the things I want to tell you. I got to bring it back. Quiet coyote. Um, okay. So. In this, she did help me. She, she reminded me that I'm a person. I need to pay attention to me and stop trying to save the universe. I can only save myself. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Love it. Did she also, and here's the point. Did she also get me to pray and be better with my relationship with God? Yup. Have I not believed in God since I was four? Yup. Have a million people tried to save my soul unsuccessfully? Yup. Did I fight her? Nope. Did I stop her? Nope. Am I bitter about it? Nope. Did I even create a, did it even create a bump in the road on our wonderful little talk? No. Why? Because I had a problem inside of myself that I was allowing to once again show itself. I knew the perfect person in my life that could help me. So I called her. She helped me. She's soft-spoken and lovely, and she delivered a thoughtful message to me that I needed to hear for myself from someone else. I left the conversation with way more than I even went in looking for. And a bitchy, snide remark, or some defensive bullcrap about what I believe and what I don't believe, would have prevented me from hearing the entire message being delivered by this person. She has saved me twice now, two times in my life that I felt a little bit like uneasy or lost, and just speaking to her <laughs> made me feel better. Um, and so twice now she reminded me that, hey, whoa, is that really important? Is that something you really need to do? Or um, even if, here's, here's the thing that I really want to get across. <clears throat> even if her message was different and it was intentional to make another point, it still helped me. I still loved her message and content. It doesn't take away from the fact that I enjoyed very much our time together in our conversation. A wonderful woman told me when I got pregnant with Magnus some words about her God that helped me. And honestly, I still think about him weekly when I see him. Was it God? Maybe. Was it an intentional message? Maybe. Was it because I'm open-minded and let people sell me their whole idea and then I cure it into a fine art for self-reflection? Hello? Who cares? It still helped me. It still helped me. It still helped me. If you are surrounded by people, how much sense does it make for you to hate them? You could so much more easily be pleasant and restrain yourself from literally ruining your own life. Then, <laughs> in the private time of your own life, you can enjoy the company of whoever you enjoy. The choice is ultimately yours. 
If their message always hits you just right and makes you think past where you are comfortable, number one, marry them. Boom, did that. <laughs> hey, Keith, I see you. If that's not an option, enjoy it. You now have a friend. Just be nice to them. Tell them that they help you. They will like you. Everyone likes to be told how cool they are. So <clears throat> my point in even telling you this story is that when I talk to people, um, they are so upset and they are so lost and they tell me these stories and they get so angry at somebody. Um, and you always have to remember that the truth lies somewhere between your story and their story. Um, and fighting is never going to come out. And it's, <clears throat> if I said to an old Southern woman who has spent her life dedicated to God that I don't believe in God. We would have been talking about that for, <laughs> probably still would be, hello. Why would I do something like that? Why would we need to discuss that? We were talking about something much more important, and that is expanding our knowledge and mind and love and care and how to raise children properly. So um, I'm going to get distracted here, but I, I told one of my friends recently that I didn't like her friend, right? Um, and <clears throat> it wasn't malicious or nasty. And I, I honestly have no hate towards this other person. I just didn't like her and didn't really care to hang out or whatever. Um, and she said, a, a lot of people don't like her. And I wonder what it is. I can never pinpoint it because I like her a lot. I enjoy her company. And I said, I know exactly what it is. She cares about the wrong stuff. She always wants to talk about something that's stupid. I don't care. I don't want to talk about homeowners associations or, you know, um, kids in the neighborhood acting like rascals or politics. Um, none of that stuff is something that I want to... In if I'm enjoying time with another person, let me say, I want it to be just enjoying time with that person. I want to make jokes. I want to laugh. I want to talk about what they love. I want to get to know them um, for who they are deep down inside, which to me means like, oh my God, what makes you cry? So we can be best friends forever, duh. Um, <laughs> anyways, but I want to remind you that race, religion, <clears throat> uh, politics, these are topics that never once has anyone in the history of the world been told they were wrong and then been like, oh my gosh, you're so right. You're so right. Thank you for pointing that out to me as a, you know... <laughs> 50-year-old woman, thank you for letting me know that what I believe my entire life is not correct. I'll just, boom, change right now. Um, so aggression, bitchy comments, posturing, all this does is keep you from hearing what people are saying. The point. What is the point? What was she trying to say? Uh, you're getting distracted by all of the silly little things and not, and you're missing the content of this person's character. Overall, did what they do make you feel safe and happy? If so, eh, shut up. It's probably fine. It doesn't matter who you're friends with. You can be friends with whoever the... F I'm trying not to cuss. You can be friends with whoever you want. So I want to end it by saying that everyone is an adult past probably 30, give or take. If you still suck after that, change. It's your time, baby. You're grown. You finally did it. Get up and change your life. If you or someone you love still sucks after the age of 30, they have choices. And every day they choose their own. So leave them alone. Maybe they'll come around. 
Maybe not, but you're too grown to have people dragging you down. Stand straight. Oh yeah, walk proud. We shall be free. I don't know if anybody likes Garth Brooks as much as me. So, um, When you think different, when you're thinking different, when you're looking for different things, the messages that people are carrying will definitely hit different. You'll hear it. You'll hear what you needed to hear. And it will help you instead of spending and wasting the time on bullshit like, how dare this person say this to me? Who do they think I am? How dare they say that to me? Or they don't, they don't know and they don't care because we're not talking about that right now. So that's the kind of nitpicking stuff that uh, I really don't like. <laughs> Let's just, hey, everybody's here to have fun. Just relax. Um, and I'm not sorry because like I said, this person's value far outweighs some silly little thing like that. I don't fight over things like religion, money, or politics. That's silly. Um, other things I'll fight over. So let's move on. Okay. Now we're going to do something really sad. And we are going to take a moment to dedicate this episode to a woman who recently lost her life. And I'm going to try to read what I wrote about her without tearing up. Um, but her name was Lisa. I barely knew her. Uh, I would run into her and she would always be as happy to see me as I was to see her. Uh, she was trouble in the best possible way. Uh, we bonded once over having cancer and she had a wonderful sense of humor. It was so dark and fun. And finally, I found someone who had cancer that didn't take it so seriously and want to run like 5Ks and buy t-shirts and turn everything purple and make it your whole life. She was definitely beautiful and she joked and she loved being alive. Um, and she laughed just like full belly, beautiful laugh. She was a mother, she was a wife, and she was just a wild woman, completely full of life. And, um, I just wanted to use that to remind you that tomorrow is promised to no one, not mothers, not daughters, not sons. So let your love live on and protect them by using the little bit of time that you have with them to love them and show them how to love fully. Lisa, I have no doubt that your babies have a strong foundation to stand on because you showed them how to play and laugh. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that you won't get to live forever as you should because wonderful people should live as long as humanly possible. So I did it without crying. <laughs> um, so she's a, a beautiful, wonderful person. And if you uh, could give your children the kind of love, laughter, and wonderful presence that she did, you're well on your way. She's kicking ass. So I have no doubt that her kids will go on and, and heal and do great things because they came from a really good place. Um, so what have I learned? Now we're on to what did I learn? How did I unfuck my life? Okay. What have I learned? Quiet coyote. We talked about it before, but it turned into pretty much shut the hell up, Katie. Um, stop talking, which <laughs> wonderful. But I wanted to tell you, and I can't remember the source of it because we have so many cartoons uh, going all the time and different kids and whatever, but I heard one of them say, freaking out, breathe it out, freaking out, breathe it out. Um, so if you like that one too, that one is so cute. It's so cute. Freaking out, breathe it out, freaking out, breathe it out. Um, and it's fun to say. Uh, so I have spent so much time playing with my kids recently. Um, 
They are always the answer when I'm lost. I love to turn the phone off and hide and just give them all of my attention because they almost always solve my problems for me because they are geniuses. Um, without even knowing that they've done it. So just by being themselves. Um, so I have to spend a lot of time understanding that my kids are not me. They do not take all of the classes that I took. Or they did not take all of the classes that I took. I don't do shit now. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, my kids have not been super dedicated uh, and read a bunch of parenting books to be a total nerd because they had no idea what was going on and they were super insecure and oh my god, they just I just love them so much. Uh, they didn't like playing the objections game like a dork in high school, which I loved. Essentially training my little brain how to toss out invalid arguments, uh, <laughs> much to the dismay of enemies. Um, and... The most nerdiest, nerdiest nerd thing that happened recently, I have to admit, I cried at the dinner table because one of my kids said, I don't care about social justice. Um, and it wasn't even in a mean way. They clarified that their obsessions lied elsewhere. So alas, I was soft and it made me very, 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 very sad. <laughs> um, we could use smart people on our team, social justice. Woo -woo. But science has a good mind on its way. So I'll give science his little genius brain. Um, and I didn't talk on purpose uh, when he said that because <laughs> that would be ridiculous. So he's supposed to be the exact same person as me and care about the exact same person or exact same issues as me. And he's going to cry over just like any old thing and feel like they need to fight for everyone who's... Uh, below the norm in some way or having any kind of hardship you know and just oh yeah that's what I want for my kid go ahead drain your life and care about everyone's problems like I do it's fun <laughs> no so go science but I did cry and I did <laughs> my husband was like are you crying who also obviously doesn't care about social justice <laughs> so <laughs> I was the only one crying at the table and I kept saying no I'm not no I'm not and they were like, you are crying. I was like, no, I'm not. So, mature. But, anyway, you get it. They are not me. They'll never be me. How am I going to fix this? Quiet coyote. So, it has turned into me just really shutting up. I mean, I've put all of my time and effort into being quiet. So difficult. Um, it's 18 minutes into this podcast and I bet if we counted it, I've said like at least a thousand words. Ridiculous. Um, so I've put all of my time and effort into being quiet and allowing everyone to talk first. What does that mean? I'm not good at explaining things. So I thought I would give you some examples of how that went. Example number one. And the easiest one because it's so naggy that it was useless. Hank was wearing a hat in an ineffective way, in my opinion. I wanted to say, why are you wearing that hat like that? Don't you know you can just tighten the back, you know, in my bitch voice? Oh, here, I'll just do it for you. I imagined how the scenario would go down. Hank would be irritated, mostly because he was talking about something that was very cool to him. He was super deep into the, into the story. So my interruption would be rude to say the least. Was what he was talking about boring? <laughs> yeah, yeah, duh. That's not what's important. So while I'm having all of these thoughts racing through my head, but most importantly, keeping them to myself, while I'm doing this, Hank reaches up and fixes his hat. So <laughs> all I had to do was stay quiet long enough 
and Hank was able to handle his own life. Easy. No, it's not. It's super hard, but easy. You gotta just do it. Also, bonus, your kid now doesn't hate your face, and your entire interaction didn't end in a fight. Um, example number two. Hank was making a weird sound with his mouth. I thought, ugh, that is so annoying. <sighs> I was trying to clean or something. It was super, super annoying. Boys just make noise. Uh, I know girls talk too much, but boys make noise without any words. Just, I bite on Like, Bumblebee trying to think. Um, so I stayed quiet because nagging is a real struggle. So I decided... Instead of being a butthead, I would make a joke. So I'm lame. So my joke was, okay, Pee Wee Herman. Hank was like, who? All irritated. So that was great. Loved that. And I wanted to go on and on about Pee Wee Herman. And then I got so excited. Started thinking about how we can watch Pee Wee Herman together. And how he would probably really like it. Blah, blah, blah. Instead, I said, you guessed it nothing and I looked at Hank then Hank said more like Kellen Goff obviously I said who is that Hank offered to show me on YouTube did I want to see a video on YouTube no dumb I don't have time for this crap Plus, I was annoyed already because Hank was being super weird while I was trying to get one of a million things done. Blah, blah, blah. But I said, <laughs> okay. I sat quietly and waited patiently for Hank to find the right video to show me. And then I was so impressed by Kellen Goff that I am now a fan, huge fan. So let me put it out there. Hello. Go find out who Kellen Goff is. Bonus. I now think Hank is hella cool for knowing about this guy and thinking he was cool. So if you don't know who Kellen Goff is, please look him up on YouTube. It is spelled so that you can look it up. K-E-L-L-E-N Kellen Goff. G-O-F-F. He is so cute. He's a wonderful dude who is clearly passionate about his work and the quality of his content. I don't even want to tell you what he does because I want you to be as shocked and impressed and just thrown off course as I was. Oh, he's so cute. Wait till you see him. So, Hank being annoying, in parentheses, from my perspective, I could have nagged him. I could have called him names. It could have ended in hostility or even an argument. I chose not to because I choose different number one learn something new number two turn it into an opportunity to bond and get together it doesn't have to be a fight it doesn't have to be an argument shut up maybe what they know is super rad Maybe you're too old and too boring and you've been working and worrying about kitchen stuff and laundry and baby poop and blah, 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 blah. And what did that person mean when they said that to you? Like, what the hell? That you <laughs> have not had the pleasure of running across cute little Kellen Goff, who, by the way, better not turn into a pervert because that would really hurt my feelings. Okay, so worst part for me parenting-wise, is always finding out after the fact that I had an opportunity to not be 
that spark of aggression, but I didn't take it. In this case, I'm happy to report, I did. A also, I just heard something and I'm totally alone in this apartment. So hello, no thanks. Keep your ghost bullshit to yourself. Okay. I won't point out all of the times that I didn't do <laughs> that thing, that I didn't stop the spark of aggression. Um, I won't point out the times that I've ruined the moment and derailed the entire mood of the room because I wouldn't take my own damn advice. But today we are doing something instead. I'm going to take my own advice that I've been giving to everyone else and don't even do myself. And that is stand on what I have done. If you, okay, here's what I want you to do, bae. Okay, I'm going to grab your face. Got your cheeks in my hand. We're looking at your eyes. Face down. Listen to me. Stand on what you've done. Here are things that I have done. So I'm not going to give you anything that I sucked at. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> probably later when I slip up and just tell on myself because that's my favorite. But, <laughs> but okay, here are things that I've done. I had no idea what Gage was talking about the other day when he was describing science things in science words. Um, I was super irritated. I was in the pantry uh, trying to grab something super quick and get the hell out. But kids will corner you right then at the worst time. You're trapped now. Um, and Gage is 6'2 something, 250 something. Like, I don't fuck, I don't know how big he is. But he's. I'm not getting past him to get out of the pantry. That's what I do know. You can feel like a prisoner in these conversations sometimes. But what are kids supposed to do? You're never free. You har you're hardly ever bored. So that's when they pounce. I closed my eyes and I had to seriously dig deep to understand what he was talking about. I had to reroute from like, okay, Magnus is looking for this one snack or whatever I was in there to do. Whatever a million things are going on in your brain, you have to stop. You have to pause. Reroute. Redirect. I want you to pretend, I always think of it like, a, I might have said it before, but like you're a operator back in the day and somebody's calling and you need to put that line through to your brain. So you got to pull it out of the pantry idea and put it in the gauge socket. And then I got to pull it out of the gauge socket and put it back in the pantry. You know, you're constantly doing this. And if you don't do it, it can feel like everything is all at once so if you do this tunnel vision and and kind of imagine yourself pulling the plug out of this and rerouting it to a different to, to a different thing until you can get it finished it really helps me but I digress anyway so I had to dig deep what he was talking about it was really hard he was essentially impressed when he found out that one process was actually two so I was close to figuring it out but I couldn't get it uh, I was listening and giving him my full attention and I still couldn't understand. But in this case, he wasn't mad when I said, I'm trying so hard to understand, but I'm going to be honest, dude. I might need like a diagram for what you're talking about. I just, I can't grasp this. Um, so when in, when in doubt, ask them a question. So I ended by saying, okay, uh, are they, okay, so, so, so you're confused confused as to whether they're running simultaneously or in sequence um so <clears throat> and then he would say like well i'm you know both or i'm kind of impressed that it's two separate products i don't know again i kind of zoned out because i was going back to the pantry um <laughs> but he he accepted that because i wasn't saying something like not now now's not a good time go away shut up 
Or, what the fuck are you even talking about? I haven't heard those words since sixth grade science, buddy. I don't know what that means. So, um, none of those are good answers. But it's how my silly little self feels sometimes. And I get so, you know... It's like... It, <clears throat> It's like your childish self, not to bring up other books I've read and be a total nerd, but it's your inner childish self acting out in a, in a selfish way. So I try not to give into it as much because ooh, she stays right at the surface. So got to push that nagging and bitching and defensiveness down. Don't let it come out. So uh, when in doubt, that's my best advice, whether it's. Roblox, uh, what are some stupid things? Fortnite, Pokemon, anything that somebody's talking about and you have no freaking idea, my number one advice is ask them a question about it. Just find something specific. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Can you go back? I'm so sorry. Can you tell me what a Cyclops is? Or, you know, in this case, does he have metal armor? I don't understand. Is it protecting him or is he dying? Any question. Any question. I found out recently that... My kid wanted to talk about how many gigabytes something had versus how much gigabytes something else had. That literally makes me want to run into the woods screaming like a banshee and never come back. What? I don't care. But we're not three, so we can't act like that. We can feel like that, but we can't act like that. So I want to stand on what I did do. And in that situation, he felt really smart. He felt like he really impressed me. um, And he was happy. And he ran off. And I went back into the pantry, got the snack for Magnus, and went back on my way. So, next, something I did do. Anytime Keith talks lately, I've been trying to be quiet. It's super hard. I'll jump in, and I'll try to fix all the little complaints that pop up in the story, and he never hits his actual point. Then I have it all figured out and say, and say it, and then he's like, yeah, I'm saying that. Will you let me finish? Um, So I've been letting him finish. Even when, even then I don't answer, like after he's done. And I think low key, it's fun because he's super, super weirded out by me being quiet. (laughs) Got him. But in this case, if I wait, I've heard the whole story and I can answer in the best way. I feel like a badass and he feels heard. Then we make out passionately and he buys me a boat. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. None of that happens. Okay, next one. While I'm writing this. Oops. Okay, so while I was writing these notes, let's see what I wrote here because I was so irritated. While I'm writing this, Hank is standing over me telling me about launching nukes and how they are smaller than normal nukes because obviously you can't lug around a giant nuke. He also has infinite weight. So I'm just looking up and smiling. Oh, no, I said. Oh, sounds cool. Thanks for telling me. Now he sat back down and is saying big TV, gooder than small TV because duh. Okay. So I answered, indeed. Because anything else is attacking his personal opinion that he just made up right then, but it's his his entire identity now. Obvi. Duh. So the only thing you should ever do is just either agree or ask a question. But disagreeing, that's where it gets tricky. So, um, sometimes when you ask them these questions, they find out out loud while working through it that it's dumb. All they had to do was talk out loud. So all you have to do is be there to ask the right questions to get them thinking, um, to bring it back to my original story. That's the one, the most wonderful people around me 
ask all the right questions and they make me think instead of just giving in, instead of just placating or even fighting, they ask, well, okay, um, what was your, <laughs> what was your plan? Katie, where are we going with this, buddy? Where are we going to end it? Uh-huh. Are we going to get arrested or do we need to stay home? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so kids are not ashamed of the learning process. And they will try on anything, any costume, anything they want. They'll try to make these silly little voices to mimic someone so wonderful. And you will miss it by ridiculing them. So all images and ideas that seem cool to them, you're never going to fight against. That seems rad. I've never even seen that before. I'm so interested in it. I'm so, it's new. It's different. It's wild. It's exotic. I need to know about it. That's a beautiful, wonderful thing that I don't want to even take away from kids. Um, as an example of something that's pretty cringy, um, my best friend and I talked in a British accent for like a year when Spice Girls came out. I might be exaggerating, but I feel like I just like was British for Oh my God, for so long. <laughs> and, and here's the funny part. We were talking in a British accent or so, so we thought in fifth grade, we were in fifth grade. So you can imagine that it was like super good and it was like Spice Girls had just come out. So it was like probably not even like a super, anyway, it doesn't matter. We're sitting there talking and a lady, we were at a, the Civic Center and a lady behind us was like, oh my gosh, are you guys English? And we were like, oh my gosh, totally, yes. And um, being so silly and she's like, oh my God, where are you guys from? And we were like, we were in fifth grade. <laughs> and we were like, England. Um, and then we had to laugh and tell her that, no, we were not English and that we were lying. And um, obviously, we don't know anything about England because we couldn't even make up one word. Although, um, now that I'm older, I would have just said something that ended in Shire. <laughs> just Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I wish I was British. Jeez, that would be so rad. Anyway, um, <clears throat> So anything different and new is exciting. So somewhere along the way, though, we've been embarrassed where uh, somebody asked us a question <laughs> innocently <laughs> and we had to face that we were liars, um, ridiculed, belittled, whatever words you want to use. You should never feel ashamed for anything you've never heard or seen before. That's silly. That's silly. How could you know something you've never been shown or learned? Um, but we do all the time. All the time. Even uh, me. I said even me like I'm immune. <laughs> I'm insane. Obviously, I'm not immune. Um, but everyone does it. How could you not know that? Oh, my God. Where are you from? Oh, my God. What did you say? Those are all things that happen all the time to me. Um. In fact, I'm going to tell you a quick story and derail my own thing here that I'm probably going to be bad, mad about later. But something happens to me all the time that makes me so insecure. Um, and Keith knows. <clears throat> I will say something dead serious. Dead serious, y'all. And it's probably like some crazy southern thing. I, I can't even think of an example right now. But I'll say something and the entire party we're with or group or even just a couple people that we went out to dinner with will laugh hysterically. And I was not fucking joking. <laughs> and 
and I'll feel so dumb because I'll be like, oh my god. People will be like, you're so crazy. You're wild. Oh my god. And I'm just like, I am dead serious. And I'll look at Keith and he'll be dying laughing because he knows I'm dead serious. And he will just be dying. Um, and that kind of <laughs> drives me nuts. Um, but it's I have to see it as, like, they are so thrown aback by a different perspective that it's it's funny and whatever. Anyways, but we internalize those things. Also, some uh, if I'm serious, I was serious. I ain't sorry. Mm, I ain't denying it because I did that shit. Mm. Anyway, so kids are so excited by life. Oh, my gosh. You can do that? We can climb a mountain? Oh, my God. Can we ride on a plane? Hell yeah. So they get so excited. Sometimes they're saying something ridiculous out loud for the very first time in a safe space. Or so they think. And they're just doing it to see how they feel acting it out. Does it feel good on them? You know, is this me? Is this who I want to be? Uh, let's see. I was a redneck, a dirt rat, a... Oh, I was totally black for like three years. I just was just only black and only wanted to listen to black people music, dress like black people, hang out with black people, everything. <laughs> Hell yeah. And it was fire. Anyway, my point is we just want to belong. We just want to try things on and see how it feels. If you slam down what they're doing or what they're trying, you are risking that your reaction is now solidifying to your child that you um, totes don't understand what is cool. You're so negative and so lame. A life-saving psychologist, literally, Dr. Yano, please. I mean, she is the freaking best. Once told me the fastest way to get a kid to do something is to tell them that you hate it. <laughs> it's true if if you say i don't like tattoos your kid's gonna immediately want to know more about tattoos if you you know whatever blah, 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 blah. if you push them too hard on this they'll become that if you go too religious they'll become a rebel and only talk about satan and they think it's hilarious it's it's a you can't push people too hard um so or block them from things that seem interesting you have to be honest about risks versus rewards um but that's a separate topic, I think, anyway. Um, <clears throat> so, if you're always talking, <laughs> Katie, you're never listening fully. Anyway, if you are never fully listening, you are missing their point. If you're missing their point, everyone is losing and every interaction that you have becomes a burden. So, goodness, every day is a new day. You may have finished making a huge mistake. You might have just done it right now. Just now. Okay. You came in here to listen to this podcast because you just shouted at somebody and told them they were a selfish little prick or something. Whatever mean shit that you just did or, or unintentional, whatever. It's over right now. It's over right now. This moment is a new moment. How are you going to move forward? When you go in to apologize, say I'm sorry I was a jerk. Then don't talk. Next time your kid is annoying, don't talk. If you think they're being weird, answer with, I was listening to what you were saying, uh, or I was thinking about what you said. What do you mean by that, buddy? So, uh, you know, ask a question. 
saying nothing though, oh, so much better than now saying the wrong thing and having to undo something horrible. So much easier to keep quiet than it is to undo something mean. I know I can only speak about what I know. So I know that glitter was fire, blow up furniture was fire, TLC Nelly and that thong, 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 thong. I had a code red Mountain Dew and cheese puffs on my way to school an entire year when my dad drove me. I did drugs, drugs, and more drugs, guns, lying, um, a host of bad choices we don't need to talk about. But I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm loving. I'm loyal. I'm honest. I'm dedicated to my family for sure. Your kids will be fine. As long as you let them decide what fits best on them. Chances are, just like Hank, they will reach up and fix their own hat, so to speak. Nobody needs you to tell them things. They're capable of seeing on their own. So we all think we love ombre. Oh my God, I love ombre. Until we see gray walls with macrame and think, oh my God, that's so totes more me. Don't expect your kids to be immune to influence. And if the influence is harmless, leave them alone. Princess dress at the doctor's office, harmless. Talking in a growling voice to strangers, <laughs> harmless. Side story, one time these two ladies were like, oh, to Magnus and he was being really grumpy or whatever and kind of mean. And they were like, <clears throat> and this is baby number five, mind you, not baby number one. Um, and he was growling and making us whatever. And she was like, oh, is he tired or hungry? Poor baby, he's grumpy. And I was like, no, he's just an asshole sometimes. And those two ladies lost their shit. They were laughing so hard. And they were like, I can't believe you just said that. And I'm like, this is the truth. I'm tired of being like, oh, sorry. It's like, well, my kid's kind of an asshole sometimes. I don't know what you want me to do. He's just kind of a person. What do you want? Um, but the truth just happened to make me two new friends that day because we were laughing our asses off and having a good time. But uh, it could have gone over poorly. Somebody could have not thought that was funny. But guess what? It's not going to change the fact that sometimes Magnus is just being an asshole. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. Um, so, too much glitter? Super annoying. Ultimately harmless. I don't know if I said that already. Wearing plaid shorts with a PJ shirt and a tie with hiking boots and a fedora? Adorable. Harmless. Sounding like a fighting chimpanzee while just staring out of the window or playing with toys? So fun. Harmless. Thinking that they have the whole world figured out and that they are so versed in politics, finance, or history... That's ridiculous. They're babies. That's harmful. Don't be a bitch at the office who says all the negative stuff about work first either to your kids. Let them see it on their own. They may love something. And if you tell them that Lisa is rude, they'll only ever hear her be rude. Lisa may have a different effect on them. She may be just what they need. So don't tell them about your mother-in-law. Don't tell them about their dad. Don't tell them how to be a brother or a sister or how to have any of these relationships. <clears throat> they have to navigate their way through life. What you can do is give them boundaries like, well, really, you can give them boundaries and say like that, that, that doesn't respect me or my privacy or this is kind of what dad and I were talking about with like a rude tone. You don't have to say it in a different way. You can just say what it is you want to say. Um, 
someone saved my life countless times with his education and patience. Um, it's an attorney I've, I've known since I was in, I think junior year of high school. Um, either way, he told me one time, well, two things that saved my life. One excuses are a waste of time. Don't, don't give any excuses. If you didn't do it, you didn't do it. Don't tell me why. Um, I need to know you didn't do it and then we can move on. Don't fucking lie to me or make up some bullshit, which I just love. Um, and keep it simple, stupid. I know he didn't invent it, but he was the one to tell me first, so he's getting all the credit. But <clears throat> it's true. What do you want to tell the kids? Well, I'm gonna, and I just I don't know how they're going to feel about it. And, you know, when we move, uh, all right, here's an idea. Ask them. Because if moving is going to affect their life, ask them. If they say it's because they're going to miss Donnie really, really bad and, and how could they live a life without a best friend, those are normal life things that we can all work through. We can help them. We can talk to them. We can read books about moving. We can make sure that Donnie gets to FaceTime him all the time. These are fixable problems. So if that is it, let them tell you. Then you can start the work of fixing or helping but when we start fixing and helping problems they don't even have yet and they haven't even finished talking, we're annoying. Uh, so don't ruin shit for them. Let them talk to your mother-in-law. Maybe they'll love her. Maybe they'll make her nicer. Let, let, let them deal with your bitchy sister. Maybe she'll be sweeter to them. Maybe they're just what she needs. Maybe she's just what they need. As long as someone's not... Um, impeding your happiness level too much i'm I, I i'm for them being in their lives as long as their pros are in your life as long as the pros outweigh the cons you just gonna have to deal with some shit nobody's perfect you're just gonna have to deal with somebody that's you know you're gonna have to be told about god a lot or that trump was always right or whatever it is that makes you want to just run into the woods screaming so all of those things become a little bit less important when you pay attention to the main goal and that is Happy, healthy, well-rounded kids so that the next generation of adults isn't so dumb. So dumb. <sighs> okay. So, just because we know what we know doesn't mean what we know is all there is to know. So, that's the kicker. Quiet coyote. Listen, and you may hear something new that you've never heard before. And then your kids... Get to watch you. So in that, back to the Hank and the Kellen Goff. Um, he got to see me now enjoying something for the first time. Loving something for the first time. Being totally impressed by his choice of entertainment. And that gives them validity as a human being. And that gives them power and confidence. And it really can make a huge difference. Because what you're telling them is, you're cool. You're rad. I love your decision here. This is a great decision. This is fantastic. Thank you for showing me. You're kick-ass and everything you think is kick-ass so that later they don't second-guess themselves. Okay. Now, I want to end this and, and kind of bring it on down and start relaxing you. I'm quiet, coyote. Um, and I want to tell you that my first step in this, because it sounds like it's easy, but it's super difficult. Um, <clears throat> you don't have to, to do it every conversation that you have. You don't have to remember everything is baby steps. Everything is tiny. You don't have to jump in and be different overnight. That's a ridiculous standard that nobody can achieve. 
if you can promise yourself to do one thing just in one conversation for the rest of today today is i don't fucking know what's today i don't know i don't even know and now my watch isn't working what's today friday april 9th it's friday april 9th um hello if you hear this on the 15th you're screwed you ruined everything <laughs> i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you suck and everyone's mad <laughs> you ruined you ruined april 9th for everyone um, April 9th, Friday, if you hear it on Friday, April 9th, kick ass. If you hear it on Friday, April 25th, if you hear it on June 1st, I don't care. Today is the day that you shut up once and let someone finish and don't interrupt them. And that's it. Just one, just one. Um, and it has slowly, it becomes easier and easier because we practice and 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 we practice. Because if you want to be good at something, you have to freaking practice, which is why I suck at most things. <laughs> but seriously, um, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Because I've been doing it and I feel so silly and sorry that I didn't shut up sooner. So, um, just try it once. Maybe your husband always tells you that, that really stupid story. Um, and he loves to tell you like you haven't heard it and it's super boring. Um, wait till the end. Because maybe you will hear something you never heard before and think, oh my god, I never knew that part of the story. Or you get to see the excitement. Focus instead on the excitement in their face. Um, not to give out too information, but <laughs> too much. Mr. Keith is so good looking. I just watch his mouth move because I love the way his mouth moves. Always have. Um, so that's a weird, <laughs> really a weird thing. But hey, super married. So, um, but just look at him talking. Maybe focus on something else. Maybe get yourself a little fidget thing for your pocket. Whatever. Or you can just hear me say, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Maybe a little quiet coyote. Or freaking out, breathing out. Freaking out, breathing out. It's totally my favorite. <laughs> so cute. Um, now I will say what to expect. <laughs> expect everyone to say things like stop. Stop it. I don't like quiet coyote. No quiet coyote. Stop it. Or whatever. But just be quiet. Or you could say, oh, why don't you like it? And now they're talking and it's another opportunity for you to be quiet. So I uh, want to make sure that you're not quiet when it matters. Like, you know, if your daughter comes home and says that she just found a condom in your son's room. I don't know. That's some time. You, I don't know. That's just, you got to fucking yeesh. You're going to have to parent. Ugh. No, thanks. Pass. <laughs> Sorry. Um, You know, something like that happens. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> but. I would still let them finish their story first. That way I really could get the freaking holes in that and blow up their spots. Ha! Ah, because I'm not totally passive. Um, <laughs> I'm just being silly now. So I think it's time to go. Katie, you're tired and rambling. Uh, go home. Um, but I do want to tell you I love you. I adore you. And if you care about helping yourself and in turn living a better life and having a better relationship with your kids you are killing it you're nailing it i'm proud of you you're the best oh and pro tip sorry before i forget 
Um, I have had to tell a lot of times my kids and husband and people when I'm being weird, making a weird face or swallowing or making a weird noise or sighing or having to redirect my thoughts. Um, I need to remind them I'm not being a weird. I want you to know that I'm just like swallowing. I, I, I tell them, oh, that's what swallowing a nag sounds like or looks like because I'm redirecting myself for my self-control. And it's important that I tell them that, that it's for my self-control and not something that they've done. Because they'll start to think it's a reaction to what they're saying, which it is. We don't want to tell them that. But sometimes it is you being a total bitch for no reason. Um, I mean, <laughs> me. <laughs> sometimes I'm being a total bitch for no reason. Uh, maybe I'm tired. Maybe I'm just being a selfish little baby. Whatever. I'm a human being. It's fine. My point is, if you are doing that, do not be ashamed to tell your kids because then when they're upset, you guessed it, they'll keep it together and they'll try what you showed them how to do because you are ultimately the role model. Sorry, uh, a lot of pressure, but that's how it be. So, okay. Now it's been officially long enough. I'm sorry to keep you waiting. Um, I hope next time I can get my life together a little bit quicker, but it was pretty difficult there for a little while. I had to pull my ass up out of a pit so here i am ready um again if you made it all the way to the end robbie i uh i appreciate you i think that you're pretty cool and it's nice that you were nice to me and it's nice that you pushed me to do um something that you believe in and uh maybe you don't i don't know something i believe in and and that was cool either way because you put yourself or you put me <laughs> you put yourself you put me and my wants uh and the forefront and that's very cool and you cared about someone else so thanks uh now it's getting weird so i'm gonna back out of that compliment and uh anybody else out there having a hard time i love you you can get through it i promise all you have to do is look that person in the mirror in your bathroom in the eyes and tell them to get your shit together <laughs> i'm just kidding well i mean that part i'm not but i do think it's funny to say Get your shit together. <laughs> so, I love you. Happy warm weather coming your way. And remember, if someone has something to say that you don't like, it's fine. Just be quiet and leave. And then, you allow that person to dig their own grave in front of everyone and embarrass themselves for whatever you think is embarrassing. And you get to go on and have a good day and, and go about your business. And maybe you came away with some information that you didn't have before. So everyone has something to offer if you're listening. Okay? I love you. Bye. Oh, email me uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com with any topics that you want to talk about or any questions that you have because uh, I'm over here just kind of shooting in the dark. So if you've got something cool, text it to me, send it to me. Um, if you have my phone number, you can text me. Avi, because I love you. Um, uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com. Uneducatedhousewife at Instagram. I love you. See you later. One correction. Um, I just listened back to the podcast, and I'm such a dork that I didn't even notice that my notes ran together. And I had two topics in one paragraph and without the whole middle part. So nothing I said made sense there. But when I was, and then I disagreed with my own notes. Anyways, if your kids are 
thinking that they know everything about politics or religion or whatever, that is harmless. They always think that. Teenagers always think that. Adolescents always think that they know everything. Sometimes what they know is new and good. Sometimes they'll, they're going to grow up to be people too. They're going to see for themselves. You don't have to ruin everything. You don't have to bring up all the shitty stuff. Let them learn on their own. And then when they come back to you with a wonderful opinion, you'll actually be so surprised by like, oh my God, that's like a really good opinion on that topic. I'm really proud that <laughs> that's the one you chose. That's not even the one I would choose. I would totally do something different. You just blew me away. Um, anyways, so that's what I'm talking about. Let them figure it out. I don't know why I said it was harmful. I was just disagreeing like, what? Anyways. So, them being in, them thinking they know everything about how the world works, whatever, that's fine. Harmless. Be quiet, let them be weird. They'll find out on their own. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, bye.